everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Luck. I'm a writer for The Athletic. And each week, I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Ross Chastain. I absolutely love this interview. This was so much fun. Um, I've been doing this with Ross Chastain since he was at JD Motorsports um, when uh, he was certainly not in the position that he is now um, finishing second in the points last year. And uh, as you'll hear in this interview, I don't really think he's changed that much. So it's pretty fun to talk to him and hear his perspective now. I will let the interview speak for itself. So here we go. All right. Uh, we're here for another 12 questions with Ross Chastain, who says he's not ready, but you always give a good answer, so I know you'll be you'll be ready to deliver. Uh, please don't look at my handwriting. <laughs> I couldn't read it if I tried. <laughs> uh, I had a little trouble finalizing them this year, so there, it was still a little bit of a scramble. Is, that, is that toilet paper on part of it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first one is you must pick one chore or obligation to do every day for a year, but if you make it the whole year doing this, you never have to do this chore again. So what would you pick? Current chores at my house, I guess. I mean, just something. I, I live alone, so I don't have a lot of chores now. My own. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, nobody's telling you. About <laughs> Mom's to do. not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still gotta like. I'm sure you laundry. Know, you have to do your laundry. Laundry. Yeah. It's laundry. You do your I own just, laundry. Yeah, I just would rather it just appear clean and folded and hung. Can't you like pay somebody to do that now that you're like a big time? It's you know? expensive, man. Yeah. I I did that um when I lived with Bobby Dodders at Bobby Dodder's shop. Um, no washer and dryer, and I would take it to a wash and fold in Mooresville. And it added it it added up. Yeah. I mean, I was spending more on laundry than I did on my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that makes sense. Uh describe how you are as a passenger in a streetcar. Oh, terrible. Um, yeah, I, I push my imaginary brake pedal a lot. <laughs> I feel like people don't, they're not slowing down in time or, yeah, I have a lot of criticism. Okay. Of, do you, do you yeah. air that criticism? Or I you do. Just, it just kind of, kind of word vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not good. I can, yeah, I, I'm, I, I would rather ride, but then I struggle to not say something. Okay. I'd rather ride though. So you'd rather ride with a good driver who's not going to... I still would rather ride with any driver. Oh, okay. I just... If I'm in the middle or, like, the back row of, like, a burb, then I can... Then I can be quiet because I'm so far back they can't hear me anyways. But, oh, okay. But if I'm in the front passenger seat, yeah, not good. Okay. What is an app on your phone that you love using and think that more people should know about? I don't have... I mean, everybody is more well-versed. I've not met many people that are less well-versed in... <laughs> iPhones and me. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any groundbreaking things. You're, you're just like the standard. You got the standard stuff. Don't play any games. No, no games. What do you do on a flight? Netflix. You don't play games? Oh, Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, lots of downloaded Netflix. Okay. Just okay. binge shows that I, I just pick a random one and, yeah, let it play. Okay. Um, what do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day? I feel like I have less than average crappy days, like especially for race car driver level mentality. I think a lot of, I think and to me at times in the past I had, I would like manifest myself into thinking everything was a bad day earlier mm-hmm. in my career. So now, um, 
I do something. I do something productive that I feel like will help me in the car. Whether it's watching some film, watching an old race, preferably one that I did better than worse than. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some jump on iRacing, like something to give me that thought that I've done 30 minutes of work to be better. So oh, it could okay. be iRacing, it could be video. Um, yeah. That's interesting. That's a good answer. Um, so these next three are all like, I'm mixing it up for each person to try to get some variety this year into the questions. Um, Isn't the point of the 12 questions to be the same questions? Well, they're the same theme, but I was getting a little, I thought they were getting a little stale by the end of the year. <laughs> So I, I was trying to like And then the point of a 12 question interview. <laughs> yes. You, I mean, you were correct. Yep. Okay. Three. For sure. Okay. Three new ones. Um, so the first one is advice column. So I ask people on Twitter to give me like Dear Abby style questions about their life. Something that's going on. And I'm changing it for each driver. So I picked a random one for you. This person says, my coworker clips her nails at her desk. Am I wrong for being grossed out by this? What can I say to get her to stop? Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> you look that's horrified. Terrible, because <laughs> you know they don't all go in the trash can. <laughs> There's just rogue nails floating around the office. Right. Gosh, I mean, I, I'm I am guilty of like the occasional like nervous. I'll pick at it. Uh huh. I don't bite them, but I'll like when I'm nervous or I guess nervous is the main thing. If I'm thinking about something really seriously, I'll like catch myself like with a ha- nail half tore off. Uh, but not a not a conscious clipping, right? In on company time, in front of other people, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, and even if you're even if you can't see them, I can just imagine a cubicle over, and you just hear that clip sound. <laughs> yeah. And once you know what it is, you could almost probably hear the the nail land somewhere, especially <laughs> on the desk. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So should this person? Yes, yeah, so you got to get them to stop. It? You got to yeah. get them to stop. Like okay. do that on your own time. Yeah. yeah somewhere else. I agree. I That's just don't want to hear it. Yeah. 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 And definitely bathroom. make sure you're cleaning it up. Ugh. Yeah, you Ugh. walk by and look down at their desk and see them. What is there? And then they, then they file at the end, so there's like a powder <laughs> laying around. Oh, it's like a dusty powder. Oh, it's oh. terrible. Um, so the next one is a just a random sort of pop culture debate, whatever. So this is coming out during St. Patrick's week. Uh, so rank these holidays in order of your... Favorite to least favorite. Got St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, Valentine's Day. How would you put those? Three terrible holidays <laughs> to pick from. about this as you yeah. hear about the nail clippings. I was thinking like Christmas, New Year's. Well, here's the thing. You I was know, thinking like, about putting July 4th in there, but yeah. then you would have said that's P1 because of watermelon. So that would have been too easy. Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial Day. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. That's our holiday for Florida watermelons. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Georgia's July 4th. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't realize. Okay. All right, so they were St. Patrick's Uh, Day, Day, Halloween, Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, I don't really ever do anything for – I've never done anything for St. Patrick's Day, so that's just an odd one that I don't don't take advantage of, I guess. Um, Halloween, never really got too into it. I mean, I I dressed up as a kid, but nothing too crazy, so I guess it's second. But Valentine's Day is – I mean, I think I feel like. Oh gosh, I'm getting looked at. <laughs> uh, I feel like that the uh, that girls look at it from one point of view, and guys look at it from another point of view of like what it is and 
as long as everybody's happy at the end of the night, then I think we're okay. <laughs> so you're you're fine with it because you can make somebody happy and shower them with gifts yes. or whatever, and you know take yes. them to a nice dinner. And you don't care, but they care. So you I made care. them happy. Okay. I'm a caring person. When I yeah, but yeah, um, it's a good it's a good thing. Show okay. some extra some extra appreciation. Okay. So clickbait headline for this is Ross Chastain loves Valentine's Day. Sure. I'm a, yeah. Tell everybody I'm a caring guy. Okay. Just don't meet me. Um, so the next one is a wild card question. I'm mixing it for each person. Uh, so we recently did Zooms with you when there was uh, Fontana rain out and everybody was in the infield and they're all, you know, in their motorhomes in the well, there's like glamorous. marble walls in one of them. Do you think oh, that was yeah, like was tile marble? Very fancy, yeah. But uh, you were in your hotel, and um, it seems like you don't have a motorhome, maybe, even though you're a big-time famous race car driver now. So how, how come you're not – I mean, it's one thing to, like, not buy a jet. Some some guys, <laughs> like, don't buy a private plane. You haven't even bought the motorhome, it seems like. So why not? I actually I actually have lived the motorhome life. Um, I've owned a few. I've owned a fifth-wheel, like, toy hauler. And I towed it around to a bunch of tracks a few years ago. Um, and then I sold it uh, to my uncle and bought a 2000 uh, Monaco Windsor. So it's uh, just has like two slides on the driver's side. So it doesn't open up very big and it's 23 years old. Oh. So I've only actually taken it to one race. I took it to the 500 in 2021. That was it. I haven't taken it since. My brother and dad use it more than me. So mm. um, I keep it in Florida. They, they keep it in Florida. <laughs> Um, and yeah, my dad just brought it to the 500 and stayed in it. So I do have one, but, um, I'm not, I haven't fully grasped the thought of one paying for it to come all around the country just to a little convenience factor. And then also like you got to pay somebody to drive it and I'm too cheap, I guess. I don't know. Like you got, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to pay somebody well and I'm not willing to do that yet. Okay. So you don't mind also, the hotel? I, I actually, when I bought the motorhome, I thought I was getting ready to start traveling in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe pay somebody part-time to drive it. And the more I've evolved, I feel like I actually do better getting away from the track at night. So I, I oh, would lay, okay. I would, my problem was in the fifth wheel, I would lay there and just think about racing and I couldn't sleep. Um, on top of like people partying and loud music and stuff so yeah um i actually feel better getting away from the track and like just the the physical process of like driving out of the tunnel that's my mind release the track so like seriously it's hmm. it's pretty wild that's cool so once i once i kind of consciously realized that then i i didn't put any more effort into upgrading the motorhome i would need i would need to upgrade if it was going to go all the time okay that makes sense do you get to pick where you stay or do you just stay where they Stay where you. the team does. So you don't get like hotel points. You're not like a frequent hotel point person or something. No, I'm not one of those weirdos. Got it, uh, it adds up to free vacations, Ross. You're missing out on free stuff. I want the convenience of not thinking about. If I booked my own travel, I would book it on Monday <laughs> of the week. Oh, okay, um, okay. So I would never get good hotels and I would probably yeah. never get. Yeah. That would cost you a lot of money, too. Yeah. yeah. So I just let Miss Lane handle it at Trackhouse. Gotcha. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, in your career, what's the deal that came closest to happening that ended up not working out? Uh, mine's mine's public. I was sitting in the Phoenix uh, Media Center announcing in my white button-up a full Xfinity effort in 2019. And 30 days later, I was at the farm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that, that is an obvious one, so, I guess. yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know if that was just for me, but yeah. No, no, no. no it wasn't just no, for me. No, it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Xfinity for 2019 was supposed to be full time in the 42. Yeah, didn't happen. <laughs> Who is a person that you would be starstruck by when meeting them? Although it's hard to imagine you getting starstruck. Yeah, my face probably wouldn't show it. I've been told that a lot lately that my face doesn't show much emotion. Hmm. So, do you agree with that? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I only look at myself in the mirror. So <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. A starstruck? I mean, it'd be cool, like, some cool people. I'd like to meet, like, Kevin Hart and, like, funny people. I want to, I wanna, like, like, I've been to one of his shows, and I just, I like hearing p- funny people talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably more nervous around, like, high executives. So, like, hmm. when some big-time Chevy brass comes in, I'm, like, really, like, maybe that's starstruck. I'm, like, ooh, I don't want to say something wrong or them. I, I think about, right, I think about when I answer questions publicly, like, oh, I wonder if they, if they ever read this. I might, it's more, but it's more like the fallout of what might happen. Right, right, trouble. right. You don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. Um, what is the single most important skill a race car driver can possess? Driving a car fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something that goes into that, I assume. I mean. A single most important skill is yeah, it's just driving it fast. How do you do that? Is it like you're you're just fearless or hand-eye coordination? No, not like, hand-eye. I am not good at that. Oh, actually, that's surprising. Everything we measure on, I'm one of the worst in the group. Really? <laughs> I shouldn't say that out loud. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, it's not a skill. It's more, I think for me, it's an like a way of thinking and an attitude of just like you, you, can't, you can't stop. Hmm. Like if I stopped on the fourth time that I probably should have in my career, I wouldn't be here today. Hmm. But I outlasted a lot of guys. I feel, I feel like there was so many people, boys and girls, with better opportunities that when they went south, they quit. And I just kept coming back. Yeah. So just like every day you wake up, it's a new day. Hmm. Just don't. You do have to forget about it, but you also have to learn like from it. Okay. So I, I yeah, I'm a, I mean, we're all, we all are, right? We're all a, a piece of our past, I guess. Yeah put it behind you and move on that's a good quote is that like maybe a, you should clean that clean a, it up a little bit on a, a t-shirt or like a poster did you make that up no I, we're maybe all a piece of our past i like we're that. all a piece of our past we're all a, a slice of our past slice of watermelon <laughs> i see that on a melon man shirt call kevin uh, what life lessons from a young age stick with you and affect your daily decisions as an adult i'm cheap my dad was cheap. I'm cheap. 
is that a good thing? I think I drive a hard bargain. Hmm. I don't, I mainly drive a hard bargain by not buying things. That's <laughs> yeah. the easiest way to be cheap and frugal with your money is just not buy the things that aren't totally necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that so that is, I would say that people that know me would, if you asked them, they would all 100% agree <laughs> I'm cheap. But that doesn't change when you, I mean, because, I mean, you finished second in the points last year. You're like, you've made it. Mm-hmm. But that it's still still the same. I want the... I want to do the safest things I can with the money I made. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy and try to like quadruple it. All right. I just want it to be safe and maybe make a little bit on itself. So none of us listening to this are getting the ride on your jet anytime soon. I don't, apparently. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe the free seat on the team plane I get. <laughs> um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person. Last was Corey LaJoy. So his question for you is, how long did it take you to shake the mindset of not feeling like you belong contending for top fives and wins after driving subpar equipment for your entire career? It's still, I still work through it. Hmm. I still catch myself looking around under caution and think, oh, there's Kevin Harvick next to me. And I've just been ahead of him the entire last tire run. Um, yeah, it's still a work in progress. hasn't hasn't ended yet. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, that's kind of surreal that you can that you're in that situation that you can catch yourself that moment and appreciate it too. Yeah, like it's like the, my first cup race. I was was big, and I remember looking around and like racing Paul Menard for the free pass, Dale Jr. at one point, like racing those guys. Like we had a little fresher tires, but it was still like on the lead lap racing and. I still kind of have those feelings about certain guys. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, so I don't know who the next one's with yet. Do you want me to get back to you or do you want to well, get Last a time we, yeah, get, I, I do want to know, and I'm not okay. going to not give a question this year. I know last year I didn't. Uh, I think you gave one eventually, but it was too, too late. late. Yeah, it's yeah. too late. Yeah. I'll try that to give you a right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll get back to you. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. All right, everybody, there you have it. Ross Chastain on the 12 questions. That was just so fun. I, I just I just had such a good time doing that interview. So um, thanks for those of you who made it through the whole thing. And Ross did submit his question in time for the next interview, which turned out to be with Ben Rhodes. So here's his question. You've run one cup race. What are you willing to change about your current career and life to run one more? Ooh, good question, huh? So Ben Rhodes will answer that one next week. Anyway, if you enjoy listening to these, please subscribe to The Athletic. Would love to have you read them as well there or get them a week early. You can do that by going to theathletic.com slash 12 questions. Either way, thanks as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.